We're so excited to spend some time with you today on the Awakening Moments podcast. My name is Lori. And I am Rhonda. And it's our hope that you would feel like we are with you wherever you are right now, having a real life conversation about life in all its beauty and in all its mess. We believe that God wants to open our eyes to an awakening moment that will help us thrive in every part of our being. So we invite you on this adventure with us as we listen, learn, and grow together. Okay, Lori, I'd love to talk about HeartStrong. I know we've talked lots about HeartStrong, but I want to talk about a bit of a struggle in HeartStrong that I'm having. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I know. And it's good. Like God's using it for good, but it has been a bit of a struggle. So when HeartStrong started in April, oh my goodness, it was so exciting. Like it was the momentum, the community, we were like, yeah, gathering. Incri- yeah, like we weren't every able morning, to gather in church, but we were right. gathering as right. church every day. It right. felt like acts. It yeah. really did feel like acts. Yeah. People were engaging. It was amazing. And then May, I led Heartstrong. So right. it was incredible yeah. to have the opportunity to do that, really honoring. And I learned so much. And just even to be able to dive into the Word of God as a teacher in that discipline, like to exercise that discipline, was an incredible honor and also just really deep and rich for me that month. And then June came and I realized I, I just was, I started to really struggle in June and I was trying for like, what am I struggling? I'm still getting up. I'm still doing this, but I was struggling and I realized my rhythm with the time and with the Lord had changed where in the morning, that was usually my own time. Like I'm at the beach house. I got the wave soundtrack going. I'm getting up out of bed, excited to get to the beach house with the Lord all by myself, kicking Jay out of the room because I just want my time with the Lord alone, you know, and really having a very long extended time with God. And now it's like, I'm getting up, I'm in HeartStrong. And then by the time HeartStrong, I'm diving into the word of God, we're doing community together. But then afterwards, I'm getting ready for work and kind of finding different pockets to the day. But I was really realized I'm missing that individual time with the Lord. And it kind of was setting me on this different rhythm. And I was wondering why in June I was feeling disoriented a little bit. I was thinking, I feel like I'm off. Like something in my rhythm spiritually is off. I'm not getting the same prophetic words. I thought it's just because I was really busy in April and May. But then I realized I'm actually not getting the same place here. And I'm trying to figure out what this looks like. And I, it wasn't bad, but it was a different rhythm and I was struggling. And so I feel like the Lord is doing something very unique in my life. And I'm not taking away from alone time with God. I'm not saying that because I am finding that time with the Lord, but different. It's not the same time. It's not my first thing in the morning. Now I could get up at five. I I know I could, but I'm just saying maybe that's part of what I need to do. But this community time with the Lord and letting go of this individualism, I've realized actually has is a a struggle for me. But I think this is what God is doing. Right. I actually think it's a really good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And so I just wanted I, I just wanted to bring that up today because I'm unpacking that as we're going into July. And I know I still have the weekends with the Lord. It's not like Heartstrong is every day, but not having it every single day it's very unique for me to find a different rhythm. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. I hear you on that. It's so funny that you bring that up because I have felt the same thing. I mean, we went into HeartStrong and our month was April. And so we, you know, started with like, and when you're doing it, when you're on for that month, it's 
full. Like it's, it's really busy. The preparation, the, you know, the ownership, the discussion time, the prayer nights, like it's a lot of, like a lot of ministry that's taking place. So you're really caught up in all of that. And then all, obviously there's so much reliance on the Holy Spirit as you're leaning into all those spaces. So there's a lot of time with God and there's a lot of additional time with God on top of the mornings. Like you're, you're, cause it takes hours to prep for, you know, your Bible study and all of that. And it's so good. Like I love, like love, same, same with you. So have loved it. Grown so much grown so much and just um just loving what the lord's revealing um but same like going into may and going into june and july and august and so on like it it's such an interesting thing because every day or almost every day i too would get up quite early in the morning anywhere between 5 and 6 a.m and that would be my time with the lord and my house is very quiet then nobody in my house gets up early no one so that is my only alone time and then of course we've been in pandemic where we've been home for the last year and a half like six people so even quiet time alone time is never Mm. (laughs) so i've literally lost the only alone time that i had carved out for me and the lord and it's so interesting because I find that that morning time, that individual <laughs> development of the relationship with God too, it is so profound and so beautiful. And just being able to, whether you're, you just sit in worship and linger, whether you linger in just praying in the spirit, whether you linger in the word and the study of the word, or whether, you know, as you're studying, it leads you into this other place that God's showing you something, whether it's journaling, you know, sometimes I journal for an hour and a half and I would just like write and write and write and write and write. And all of that's gone. Like that's not happening the same because that rhythm is not day upon day. And the, and the thing that I find with our relationship with the Lord, or at least how it's been before this time, is that you don't get these profound revelations every single day, but it's like the buildup of day after day after day. And then all of a sudden, the revelation comes. You know what I mean? So it's like four or five or six or 10 days. And then you're like, oh, here is, here's the fullness of what God is trying, mm. has been trying to speak. Now, all of that has been just changed. So it's not that there isn't intimate time with the Lord, like you said, there is. So we do heart strong from Monday to Thursday. So we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, there is these times, but they're not building day after day after day upon each other for the like unfolding revelation of the way that God was speaking as you take that time, right? So it's like different rhythms. And I found the same thing. I was kind of like, like not like, kind of not, like not not liking it i love i love it like i absolutely love hearts and i love what, what that is but missing yeah. this other thing and feeling almost like i want my time back like and i was like oh my goodness lord okay what is going on because i think the community aspect and the community expression of what god is doing is how god designed his church so how so what is this actually rooting up in me like I selfishly like want God all to myself. I don't want to share him with the community. <laughs> like I was like, oh my goodness. Now I'm not trying to make this into like a weird sin thing. Cause this really sounds like a weird conversation that we're like complaining that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not that, but there is this really there interesting yes. internal wrestle yeah. between an individualistic faith and a corporate 
community-based faith. And like, so I think this is a neat conversation to try to like flesh out together. Like, where does that come in? Where does this idea that like, you know, somehow my individual relationship with God, just me and God is superior. What, you know, what are we learning from community? What is God, what do you think God is trying to root out in this? So yeah, I love that you brought this up. And I, I just, think it's great that we're going to be honest about this wrestle even in the midst of this amazing thing that we have going like it's yeah it's amazing but again there's like oh pull yes to want to like pull away from it to pursue my own thing that's exactly because you know what and i think this is what's happened during even it's exposed to during covid too a little bit more so like you've agreed way more so and i think this is something that god is actually forcing in our personal time to grow together because when you look back even through the old testament even when you're looking through the new testament they did it all together together. they would go to the temple hear the scriptures being spoken they would pray together think of many places in the world that's how they do it they come together yep in their Christian faith and study the Bible together, pray together. Western world is not like that. We have our worship and prayer nights. We have these set parts in the calendar. We go to church for one hour a week. Yeah. That's our together time. Yeah. And everything else is expressed individually. And we even read the scriptures that way. When, exactly. you know, when the scriptures are saying you do this, do, 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 we think it's talking about like me, like me yes. individually, but it's most of the time not it's mostly saying you the body yes you together (laughs) in the body the body of christ the church the bride you all together like oh my goodness i know it really is illuminating something that has been a bit skewed i think for myself now during the day do we have our times of the lord absolutely but it's letting go of how i've done church and a new way of let the Lord saying, behold, I'm doing a new thing. But if you look all through scriptures, even in Revelation, it's all multitudes. Jesus had 12 disciples. He didn't have one. He had 12. And then it multiplied and multiplied and multiplied. And they met daily, broke bread together. They met daily. And yeah. this is what Heartstrong is doing, that the Western world, yeah. w- mo- like most of the world is doing this. Christians are doing this together. Right, right. Like they, in, in around the world. Around the world. Right. Like you call, we're, we're studying the Bible. They're all there. They're right. together. Community, growing together, praying for one another, pursuing God together as a family. We have done it very individually. And I think even coming out of COVID, God is forcing this hand for the Western church because now some people are like well i don't need church i can just watch it online i don't need to go to church i am the church i have a relationship with god no no that's actually not biblical like that's not how god designed the church that's not how heaven is going to look there is a trinity they it's there's a trinity they do it together you know and jesus even he said it's not good for man to be alone right from the beginning wow that was when it was perfect perfect that was before sin before sin you know and jesus god walked in the cool of the day with adam like you think of it like this community this relational model is never meant to just be you and me and no more it's meant to be we are the body of christ and so exactly what we're saying we're not complaining we're i'm just recognizing that there is actually an internal wrestle within me and a spirit of individualism that is very dominant in my faith in my expression in my time, in all of it, that God is challenging. And I think we're coming into a shift into the church that it may not be about the numbers because who's willing to do life together? Who's willing to do it together? 
we may lose because they don't want that. It really is about growing together. And I, I do sense that. I do, sen- but their fruitfulness and the joy that comes from it is really profound. And I'm learning things from people that I never would have known or grown with through HeartStrong, but it is letting go of a way that I've done something to embrace something that's new. Yeah. It's powerful. It is powerful. It really is powerful, but it's also very convicting. Yeah. It is really convicting. I mean, Jesus, you know, we see through the, through the gospels, Jesus pulled himself away to spend time with the father. So we're not saying don't do that. That's right. That's, that must be continually developed, but it's just, it's so interesting to have this like possessive view of our time that we can only spend time with the father in the morning. And you took that time from me. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Heartstrong took this time from me. Or, you know, this time has been taken over by. And you're like, well, what are you doing for the rest of the tw- 24 hours that are in the yes. day? <laughs> like, why can't you take an hour or two in the evening when things have quietened down? Or, you know, what? You 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 can do whatever <laughs> you want with the, the rest of the hours in your day. Like, it's, it's an interesting mindset even that, like, this time is mine. This time was mine. And oh, like this thing is kind of infringing on this MySpace. Yes. And oh, I, I just, it is. It's bringing up, I think, a really, really good and convicting thing to say, all right, let's let that come up. Let's let that come out. Let's deal with yes. that. And let's become a stronger, more beautiful church, more beautiful bride, more beautiful community. And let's do this together. Mm. They met daily, day by day, and all the needs were met. All the needs of the community were met. Like, can we tap into that? Yes, I actually believe we can. And I actually believe we are. Like there is something so powerful and so beautiful and so profound happening in all of our lives collectively as God's bringing us on this beautiful journey. And I am in awe every single day just at the tenderness of this community that we're a part of. It's beautiful. Like it's, there's no divisiveness in it. There's no agendas in it. There's no like selfish ambition in it. It's, it's just this beautiful edifying space, people edifying each other continually. Anyone shares anything, people are just encouraging them and exhorting them and then picking up their burdens, praying for them. You know, it's, it's really profound and really beautiful on so many levels. So again, even as I was sort of wrestling these feelings out, I was like, Lord, what is this? Like, what are you bringing up here? Because man, this is definitely of you. You are doing something here. And so what, you know, But imagine for a minute, and I want you to just like go here with me for a minute. Imagine if you gave into that thought. Like imagine if you were feeling these things and feeling like, wow, like I'm really missing my own time with the Lord. I'm really missing. And so you just gave into that. Like you gave into that and you said, well, you know, this is going to be more important to me. And my time with God is more important to me than doing whatever, a program, a this, a that, a this, a that. Like, what do you think the outcome would be of that decision for you mm-hmm. if you just gave into that? Because the thing that's so interesting about this idea is you can spiritualize that and make that sound really, really holy and really, really righteous. Mm. Absolutely, you can. Do you know what I mean? So Yes, you can. So take, like, take that as if you decided, okay, well, I, I'm going to stop going. 
Like I'm going to stop doing this because my relationship with God, I'm going to value my relationship with God, my individual relationship with God over this, over investing in this community. Where do you think that leads you? Like, what does that do? I don't even like you just saying that. I think of how bonding the Heartstrong has been, how many people I would never have known, how they have shared things that have really impacted my life that I've thought about. I would miss so much community. I would miss growing. Now, exactly what you said, we're not saying you don't have alone time with the Lord. Like that, that's important. I'm not saying that, oh, you just do it in community. But we're saying like this rhythm, this giving this time to say, I could find another time is now saying, oh, I don't have God in a box. Like I've had a rhythm of doing something and now that rhythm's messed up. I don't like it. It's control. Okay, God, my time with you is six to eight in the morning and then I meet with people in the day and I could have any prayer, like do whatever at night. No, my community time to grow now is six to seven, seven some, sometimes 7.30 because the discussion is so great in the morning. And I carve now another time for like I carve that out taking away something else because I love you more it's this control issue but letting go of heart strong if I would think over a long period would not be would not be good I I actually would not bear it's bearing a lot of fruit in my life it's just creating a different rhythm and letting go of control yeah but it's interesting isn't it interesting how because these are two good things spending time with god and yeah. developing your personal intimate relationship with the lord is a beautiful and a good thing like that's a powerful powerful thing that's right and this this stretching this muscle of like growing in community i mean li- listen to it like our what is our what is our mission statement even for life center as a church growing together with jesus yes (laughs) we love the with jesus you know (laughs) they're growing together yeah like this is our this is what we've been saying is that we've been called to for how many years now we've been living out this mission and i think in heartstrong we're really really tangibly doing that so both of these things are good and you know again we can exchange one for the other on both ends right like we can neglect our own time with the lord for the sake of this and we'll still grow but i do think it's good to develop both they don't have to both be every single day they yeah. don't have to be there yeah. there's no um there's no legalism yes, like out of these right. these have to be out of like uh, our love for god our love for for the church our love for community our love for fellowship our love for growing all of those things not like condemnation and legalism and like if you don't you know da, 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 you failed nothing like that but again we can take these two very good things but we can actually pit them against each other Mm. which is and i think we do that about a lot of things like we Mm. can over spiritualize things to the point where we actually miss out on the fullness i think of what god wants to give us the both and the both and Mm. you know that he wants to provide for us and the Mm. provision that he has for us in that so i think this is a really really powerful discussion and and a beautiful thing what other ways do you think that we are individualistic in our faith and in our faith journey? What other ways has individualism crept into the North American church like that you've seen or that you've experienced? Have you seen it kind of in oh, other ways? I think I think it's so prevalent we don't even notice it because we think that way. Everything's I, I through the filter. Oh my goodness, I so agree like with I you. Like I think we wear the lens of it so we don't like even... how about how about preferences? Oh, yes. Like preferences. Like how often do we feel that it's our right to express our preference of how things should be done? Like in the church, in the church community, you know, I don't like 
you know, lights on, lights off. I don't like the style of worship. I don't like this. I only like when this teacher speaks. Um, you know, I don't get anything out of it when this person speaks. Like all of these prefer, I hate all the COVID, you know, restrictions. I'm not coming, you know, I'm not coming if there is. I'm not coming if there isn't. Yes. Preferences, 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 like yeah. asserting our preferences. If this doesn't change, I'm not. Yes. Like we are in the way of everything. It's us first. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. I, I think we are so in it. We don't recognize it. It's such a blind spot for us. And like you said, we can justify and spiritualize anything we want. But I think the Western world, especially, it's celebrated individualism, but even our time. Like our time, it's summer, like and like what we're saying here, we're not bringing condemnation. Like even us just, we're having a very open no, conversation. No, but we, but we are feeling, but we are feeling we are, personally convicted about this. And we so we're are. talking about it in that way. That's exactly. So but, as you're listening to this, yeah. we're not condemning, but I'm just saying like, even, yeah. even as been watching, like as we've come through, it's been easy, like through COVID, it'd be easy just to stay home to be like, well, my preferences, I like to do this. So now I, this is my, this is my new Sunday routine. That's right. I stay at home. I have brunch with my family. And then we go do our thing versus the sacrifice, the actual sacrifice. Okay. I say that in very small quotations, no, no, but the time, the, the time. sacrifice of time to say, no, our family's going to get up, get dressed, go to church. And even now when I look out and I see some of these young families in the middle of COVID, it's not easy to bring your kids to church with no program. And here they are. And I just want to give a shout out because honestly, I, I remember being at those stages, but that to me, when I look out, I think like that is you choosing community over being home that'd be easy now i'm just saying this like we're saying we're no, no, not no, for bringing sure. any condemnation no, no, here no, no, no. But, but i am challenged when i look at like where it's comfort where it's mm, easy mm. god is putting his finger on like i'm challenging control i'm challenging rhythms i'm challenging individualism i'm challenging your preferences i'm challenging that because it's about exactly what we've said growing together it's about a body of christ it's about a family it's about what does that look like and we can't be a family if we're all doing our own things and we only contribute when it's convenient we only come back when abc or but when we're not saying well i'm willing to do all of these other things but that's that's hard for some reason why is all of a sudden church hard but yet i'll bring I could go to costco and i can do all these i'm saying that legitimately kids games my kids are in sports I go to Costco and bump into every cart that goes by my, but yet it can be hard for people to say, well, I'm not going to church or I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to give up that time. And I'm speaking to myself. Why do I have different rules or different levels for everything? But it's all on comfort. It's what I prefer. Yeah. It really is. Like it I do really have is. different rules for different things. Yeah. I will be much more tolerant of something yeah. in one way in my own but not tolerant another or tolerant of someone else in this environment but not in this environment honestly if we actually bring it all down like individualism is preferences but tolerances what i'll tolerate somewhere but not somewhere else where i'll bend a rule but not here or where i'll adjust but i won't adjust here it's actually challenging that in every area of my life right now so i feel like this has challenged this is how i used to do my devotions but are you okay for me to challenge that to change yeah, it up are you okay yeah. for that because i think we we make our own rules and those so rules true. are not consistent wow. <laughs> wow that's i think that's where i see individualism yeah. in my own life i you know it's funny because as we're like you know just over halfway through this heartstrong journey like 
I never imagined before we started, obviously we had no concept of how it was going to go <laughs> yes. or be. We just had never tried anything like that before. Yeah. We just didn't know. But I am blown away. Like I am blown away at how it's all come together and worked and been so powerful and so profound. Again, so amazing. it's like you put this roadmap together like and just the amount of conversations we had and working out of details going back and forth on even whether we should do a six o'clock like are, is anyone gonna come like why would someone come at six o'clock in the morning like this is like we just didn't we had no idea just working out all of those things but it's like we put this roadmap together to a place that we'd never been before and we're just following the roadmap and it's just leading us to this absolutely beautiful like this beauty that we never ever ever could have even imagined eh no it's really really powerful and and i think like it's not about heartstrong per se i'm not i'm not saying that to pump up heartstrong i'm saying it to say when we get out of an individualistic faith and an individualistic like serving of ourself and selfish motive and selfish ambition and and holding our time and being tight-fisted around um, all those things and when we really get a revelation that absolutely everything we have belongs to God like it came from God like our very breath that we breathed when we woke up this morning is because God decided that we were to take that next breath. Like the steps, the, the driving to work, the, the being able to podcast, like, like we don't realize, like God, <laughs> he's all-knowing, all-powerful. Like he has allowed us <laughs> to be in this very yes, place, yes. to be married, to have children, to be ministers, to like, and we're called to steward what he's given us. It doesn't belong to us. It's not ours that individualism that ownership of this is mine this is my time this is how i want to do it this is what it looks like for me this is how it works best for me and like i know all that discovery is important and it's part of it but the more important part is the recognition that no like this is all god's and we're called to steward this and when we do we are being invited every moment of every day onto a more beautiful journey than we could ever possibly imagine. I feel like if we could just lay down all of that individualism and all that tight fistedness and all of that trying to hold onto our time and how we spend our time and who we serve and what we do and how we do it and, and give it to the Lord and entrust it to him and steward what he's given us, we will receive more than beyond what we could ever ask think or imagine we have no eye has seen no ear has heard what god has prepared for those who love him like this is the journey that we're on with him is so far beyond but again we take it to the lowest level when mm. we bring it into our own individualism we mm. actually bring it to the lowest possible blessing when we make it about us when it's about our preferences when it's about our time when it's about our and and again even in the midst of this conversation i'm not like not none of us are saying like every second of your day should be spent doing something for god like in the yes. sense of like busyness and like serving the poor and like we're not saying that but every minute of your day should be about bringing glory to his name and that comes in rest that comes in your in your giving and serving that comes in loving your family that comes in loving your friends like that comes in every aspect of the beauty of life too mm. but it is a mindset like it is mm -hmm. a perspective and a mindset of stewardship 
versus ownership versus mm-hmm. this is mine. This is my time. This is how I want to do it. This is how I want to engage. I know my church is doing these things, but this is how I'm going to engage it. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, Lord, like, how do I steward what you've given me in community with mm-hmm. other people, <laughs> not just for myself and not just for my own benefit, right? Like there's just a beauty. So yeah, I just, I see that beauty in mm-hmm. as we're just walking out this roadmap of where we've never been before and we had no idea where we were going. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is honestly, that's exactly yeah. it because individualism does bring like, like we've just said, like in this podcast, our culture struggles with it the most. Like if I think of how many cultures they do, families are all together. They're yeah. everything. They live together. They cook together. They enjoy. T- yeah. Something happens when you're all rubbing off each other all the time. You become, I, I, I don't know if you become well-rounded, but there's, these edges come off versus this narrow way of thinking and this different way of like, I'll, I, 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 it's all about me and I adjust things according to the levels I like versus when you're in a community, you have to all compromise and work together. Like it's not really about that. And I think that has created some of the most beautiful people in the world have come from community working together. And I feel like that is what God's trying to do. He's bringing the beauty out of us because we are so, when we're individual, we have so many blind spots, but we actually don't adjust things properly. But when we're together, there's something beautiful that happens. And you know what? It's a discipline. It, like we we don't naturally want to. Like it's an interesting thing. We look at all the pros of it, but it actually requires a sacrifice of what we want. But the more we lean into that, and I think that's what we're getting to in this, the more we're leaning into it, we're realizing it's actually developing in me things that won't be developed properly on my own as an individual. Those edges those perceptions, those ways of thinking, I actually can't develop that unless I'm around people that are different than me, that I'm actually with, in community with, not just when I choose and pick and choose, but in community with. And so I think this is so amazing to watch what HeartStrong does. And also what HeartStrong is doing in me. It's actually doing something in me that I haven't had this daily community, I don't think ever, (laughs) outside of my own immediate family in yeah. my house that yeah. all are like in my house yeah. it's doing something for me and is it challenging some areas of my life absolutely like that individual in my own rhythms my own way of thinking of like this is how well, i do and life. the conviction that's coming from the word of god every day so and <laughs> yeah and the conviction of the people sharing their yeah. tenderness their openness yeah. their humility yeah i'm being so challenged yeah and so anyway, I just, I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. And I think it's a beautiful thing to be honest, to be like, it's yeah. not just like, oh, this is amazing. It's actually challenging some areas that I'm having to say, okay, I recognize this is an individual preference yes. of when I spend time with the Lord, how I'm spending time with the Lord today. Wow. And God's challenging that. And it's making me actually more, more beautiful. I feel like it's bringing a beauty out in my life that is really good because I can be very much, this is how it works. Very rigid, very structured. And it's, wow. uh, it's challenging some of that in my, in my, in my rhythm. That's really, really powerful. That's so, really yeah. powerful. I think the other really cool thing that, uh, that we're seeing in HeartStrong that it's doing is it's giving people a large group of people, the chance to get to know their pastors and mm-hmm. leaders in a very personal and intimate way yes. that, so, you know, the, the, the community is spending, you know, four plus five, five plus hours a week extra um just 
almost like what it feels like it would be one-on-one in a listening environment, asking questions, um, getting to know personality, um, um, wisdom sharing, encouragement, exhortations, prophecies, um, prayer, like it, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't happen in the regular workings out of the church and the rhythms of the church, especially a large church. Um, it's difficult to get that time with your pastors, but this is an environment where you can get some very personal mm. time with your pastors and get to know all of the pastors on our team. And I think that's been invaluable as well. Oh yeah. And yeah. I've loved it too. I've loved seeing each of the pastors. Yeah. Our younger staff, yeah. all the way to like, you know, all of us that have yeah. been on staff for a while, just seeing yeah. the, the different gift mixes, the different heart, the different perspectives. Yeah. And, uh, but I have also loved the discussion times. Yeah. After the teaching, just here in the community yes. and what God's been doing in their life, their testimonies. Testimonies. So powerful. So I know. Powerful. I'm so grateful for what God is doing and how you and Jason really, God gave you a prophetic, it really was a prophetic step. Yeah. And it's so profound. It yeah. really is profound. And we are becoming heart strong. We are. Like we're actually becoming heart strong yeah. and bold yeah. to want to share the gospel, but heart strong yeah. together. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I love yeah. that. I love that so much. And you know, if you're listening and you're not a part of heart strong, that's totally okay. We don't want you to feel like, oh, you know, like there's this, you know, insular club that I'm not a part of or anything like that. Um, you're welcome though. It, it anybody can join at any time and that you have access to everything we've done uh in the past and we're we still have another you know several months to go so you're very very welcome to join along the way if you want to you just go to heartstrong.life and uh, you, all the information is there but again if you're not a part of it that's okay this conversation was more about you know just asking the Lord, where am I individualistic in my faith? Where am I allowing an individualism to come where, you know, you're trying to develop me instead in community. You're trying to develop me and grow me and stretch me and, uh, you know, help me to grow in grace, help me to grow in grace with one another and help me to learn from other people and where my individual preferences kind of, kind of winning, winning out. And so that's again, the battle of the flesh and the spirit again. So that's more the convicting question that we're asking today and processing ourselves of just like, Lord, please go to those places and show me anywhere where I'm just being like, wow, I'm making this about me and my preferences and kind of setting up, you know, if all these things are not perfect, I'm not going to engage. Um, the bottom line is we need everyone to rebuild church, whether you come to Life Center, whether you go to a different church, like we really encourage you engage. We need everyone to engage or we're not going to be able to grow back to where this beautiful body of Christ, you know, mm -hmm. that, that, that he's got planned for us is, is ready for. So we, we need you. We really mm -hmm. need everyone and everyone has a part to play. Mm -hmm. And so we're excited about the building. We love building. You know, we, we don't mind if, you know, the church today post COVID looks different than the one that was before. That's okay. Absolutely. Jesus is moving. It's yep. his church. Yep. He's going to build it. We get to be laborers in the process. And so we, we're excited about that, but we, we want to do it with you. I love that because our King is on the move and there's a call, there's a call for him to follow. And sometimes those rhythms and those seasons look different. And so may you follow the King because we're not just meant to follow the King individually, which we do. We fix our eyes on him, but there is such a joy when we do it collectively together. So we rally, like there's a rallying call for us to do this together. And so let's follow our King as a body of Christ. Yes. And if you're on your own, hold fast and know that you 
absolutely have a place. You have a place to grow. You have a place to belong and continue to hold fast in your faith and know that we love you and we want to do this with you. Thank you for joining us today on the Awakening Moments podcast. We pray that you are filled with hope and joy as you navigate the challenges of life. And we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast or share it with your friends. And remember, you are so loved by God and He is always with you.